20 minutes after 7 o'clock, our good friend Rabbi Yoel Schoenfeld is with us live via telephone. Rabbi Schoenfeld, of course, uh, we know from uh, the OU, and he joins us before Pesach each year, but he is the rabbi as well of the uh, Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills and represented the National Council of Young Israel in the solidarity mission that took place last week. He can give us a perspective of being in Israel during this time and encourage everybody to do the same. Rabbi Yoel Schoenfeld, welcome back to JM in the AM. Thank you. It's good to be here in between Pesach. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to have you on. Um, start with the story you told me from this past weekend, then we'll go to the Solidarity Mission. People don't realize what our brothers and sisters in Europe, before we discuss Israel, what our brothers and sisters in Europe are going through. What did you find out before this past Shabbos? Right, as you say, in Europe, things are awful in Paris and, and, and in London and those are areas, unfortunately, that of, of uh, usual happenings. What was unusual, this past uh, Shabbos, my brother, Arye, uh, Rabbi Arye Schoenfeld, who was a, 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 a Gerach Hasid, uh, not a, a, a full-fledged Gerach Hasid, he uh, lives in, in, uh, in Zurich, he was to make a risk for a grandson uh, on this past Shabbos, therefore a Shabbos or Friday night in the shul. He was called by the Zurich police uh, Friday afternoon and asked not to do it in the shul. It's not a good idea for Jews to be outside Friday night, this past Friday night. The reason being uh, because they had word that there were going to be uh, about 2,000 Muslims expected to roam, so to speak, roam through the city's Jewish uh, areas of the city of Zurich. And um, many of them were to come in from uh, were being ported, the uh a good resource coming in from um, uh, from uh, from, Fr- from France, and um, so uh, it was quite uh, unnerving, as you could imagine. And they were told by the police to stay home. So my father, my brother made the shalom zahar in his house. Now um, the bris went on off okay, and it turns out the shalom zahar in his house went on all right. But uh, thankfully, the police had enough uh, gumption. And, and uh, fortitude to keep those um, French uh, fine citizens from coming in. So it didn't uh, it, it 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 didn't quite come off the way it was supposed to. And I think the event, in fact, might have been canceled because the the Zurich police uh, stood their ground. Essentially, they saw they didn't have the cooperation, quote unquote, of the police. But what you're what you're telling us in this story from Friday is emblematic of what's happening in so many different places in Europe. I mean, we read about the, the synagogues and the protests and the the danger that Jews are in. We read about the Aliyah from places like Paris. You mentioned Paris specifically earlier. Um, we're here in the United States, and before we talk about Israel, we don't realize what our brothers and sisters in Europe are going through. It, it, it's very, very true, and uh, it, and it also points to the fact, Nahum, that the, that the enmity towards Israel by the Arab population has nothing to do with territory, with settlements, and nothing. It's raw anti-Semitism. What are a few very peaceful, docile, in fact, even non-Zionist Jews, I would say, the Hasidic community of Zurich, what do they have to do with, uh, with what goes on in the Middle East? I mean, we know our hearts are, are connected. The most Hasidic Jews' heart is connected every day, but we're not, there's nothing political about the state of Israel with the community in Zurich. But they know they're Jews, and that's what they're out to get, is Jews. And that points to it very, very directly, 
uh, as if the whole Gaza fight hasn't shown clearly has nothing to do with, with territory. Uh, I want to just add, Nachum, sure. um, point of interest that my brother, as he's walking in the street Friday afternoon, an elderly Swiss lady, a Gentile lady, came to him and said, I just want you to know that I apologize to you on behalf of the Swiss people. This is not us. These are all foreigners. These are, this is not the Swiss people. We don't do such things. This was Friday afternoon. Wow. So, uh, yeah. There's some good. That was somewhat heartening. Yeah, there's some good people out there. Rabbi Yoel Schoenfeld live with us via telephone. Uh, so you were part of the National Council of Young Israel journey that, uh, or represented the National Council of Young Israel as the President's Conference and others went to Israel for a uh, solidarity mission last week. What was that like? That was an incredible experience. I was, you know, I'm, I'm not, not the great heroic type, and I was, uh, you know, hesitant, as you can imagine, to go into the line of fire. Uh, my wife was, uh, Perry, she's, she was just terrific, and she did encourage me, and my father was encouraging me, and, and then the National Council was in touch with me, and they did ask me to go. It turned out, I was told this would be an incredible three days, and it, uh, did not, was not, this, did not disappoint me. It really was an incredible three days of meeting every, just about every important minister and deputy minister from Avigdor Lieberman through uh, Shimon Peres uh, through Naftali Bennett. The only one of uh, major importance we could not meet with was uh, Netanyahu. I guess he was a little bit busy. But um, Ruby Rivlin. And, uh, and I think the highlight in my mind, and many of ours mind, was meeting with uh, Rachel, uh, with, with, I'm sorry, was with, with meeting with Rachel Frankel mm. uh, in one incredible woman an incredible woman a i call her the new mama rachel <laughs> uh, some some an unbelievable lady and she only she didn't say much uh but she did and i, I and if you know time allows i'll tell you something that she told me which yeah please take away. so when we met with her you know she walked into this room it was already actually the third day city there were some people already left there was a bit of a smaller gathering she walked in and the atmosphere was was tense uh, you can cut the atmosphere with, with, a, with a knife, uh, but only because we just felt we were in the presence of somebody very awesome, and of course, then the surroundings spoke for itself. And people poured out their hearts, and different women told, spoke as mothers, and we, we can't even begin to imagine what you went through. And she kept her upbeat spirit. She had that, that smile that we become familiar with, oh, you know, with the media. We, 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 she just remained, we remained with that smile, and she told us, how, uh, well, you know, you've done so much for me in seeing that we had this horse of unifying Kali Israel. And as she says, you know, we may have many minds, but we all, Jews have one heart. Uh, I, I told her uh, in my remarks to her, I said, Mrs. Frankel, I hope you, maybe you'll consider this. I, I We all struggled with all those feelings that we had. From the from the area of the cult, thousands gathered throughout the world, every nook and cranny throughout the world, Thousands gathered to say to him, we know that. What happened to all those Phyllis? Where, where did they go? We're bothered by that. And I said, Mrs. Frankel, I, I have this thought. And I think those Phyllis were shifted. And they were shifted to the Zuchus of Kali Yisrael. During, at that time, of course, was before the, the, uh, the ground effort. But it's, it's shifted to the Zuchus of, for, for Kali Yisrael. And the Israelis now undergoing this bombardment. And when one nest after the other took place, we, we were, uh, we ran into story after story of these Nisim of people who escaped that. And so I think it shifted to, to them. That's where these fillers were pocketed and used now. And she, she was moved by that. And she, she said, I really thank you for that thought, but I have to tell you, our attitude really has to be Nistarim Darke Hashem. Some of the ways of God are just hidden from us. We don't know. 
I, what I took from her, what she was telling me was like a, a, I was thunderstruck from this thought. But what she was trying to tell me was, no, you don't have to be God's defense lawyer. Right. Come up with a reason and rationale why things happen. Right. You just have to learn to accept that sometimes God does things and we'll never will understand why. And how she has the fortitude to do just that is so hard to believe. Rabbi Yoel Schoenfeld is with us. Um, Rabbi Schoenfeld, the, um, the, the ground invasion, as you just mentioned, has begun, of course, and we see the toll that it's taking, and we certainly hope all those tefillos of past and present are going to be very effective, especially when we keep in mind the IDF and every one of our brothers and sisters in Israel. And we look forward, as I mentioned to you, and to our listeners uh, going to Israel later today. Um, the reaction of the American Jewish community, uh, are we still going to see, in your opinion, the Tehillim gatherings, the prayer rallies, these synagogues like yours and others being the backbone of gatherings to uh, to keep our brothers and sisters in mind? Are we going to be taking to the streets to get the message out? What is your impression as you've come back from this solidarity mission and tried to convey all those messages to the American Jewish community? Well, in our own community, we already had a Tehillim gathering uh, in the shul, if, and if you know the community where it's known as Rabbi Albaum Shul, right. uh, but it was a community-wide as we've been having for, having for many weeks in a row in various shuls, including our own, because we're two gardens hills. So we have been gathering locally for Tehillim, no question about it. And each time the shuls are packed to the upstairs, downstairs, and both sides. But um, I, it, it definitely should be something for the streets because the Arabs know how to do this. And uh, it's not being done, and I think because we're all on vacation. Arabs are not on vacation. Muslims, as you see, coming from, are willing to come in from France to Switzerland. They're not on vacation. You, you, just, uh, you just send out the word on Facebook or whatever they do. They're there in a minute. We're busy in summer camps. We're busy planning our, our vacations. And, and truthfully, I'm on vacation myself. And I'm, I'm feeling it was planned well in advance, and I feel very guilty. But unless the organized community... Um, comes together, and it must, it can only be done through the established, organized community that massive events have. And I want to tell you something, Malcolm. Uh, I was driving on uh, Route 91. Um, I'm here in New Hampshire. Uh, I've never been in New Hampshire in my life. Uh, but I'm going to get off to get some gas, and, um, and then to get back, we were coming north, and I wanted to get back to Route 91 to go north. It's in the middle of, I don't know where, somewhere in, 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 in Massachusetts. And uh, anyway, I try to get back north, and it's blockaded. You can't get back onto Route 91 north, and they don't tell you which way to go, what you got to do. So I asked directions, how do I get back to Route 91? They gave me this way and that way, go through Main Street. So I go through this Main Street, and there's a little two-by-four town, and all of a sudden, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. A bunch of Jews, uh, from Jews, non-from Jews, with Israeli flags, some saying to Hillam, gathered on a corner outside a church. <laughs> it just happens to be a church. And, and they're, and they're, and they're saying to him, and this pro-Israel rally, I'd say there's maybe 50 of them, and I'm, whoa, this is like an oasis. What is this? And I, and I stopped at my car, and I got out, and I said, I'm, where am I? I said, where, where am I? What is this? Where, where did I land? And they said, well, you're in, uh, Northampton, uh, Massachusetts. I think that was the name of the town. I said, but I, I'm surprised to see that there's a Jew here. Oh, no, we have a few Jews. And we gathered, and here we are. And some woman with a table was holding to him. She was telling me. And then I met a fellow, a Lubavitcher guy. Look, Lubavitch. His name was Yaakov Wolf. He tells me, 
I'm, he might have been the leader of the rub of the, the local uh, the local community or the Chabad representative. It was an incredible sight to behold. So you never know. I, you never know. You never know. They said, of course, there was a pro-Arab uh, rally. Right. So this was uh, the their Friday response. Before with, right. They figure a, a lot of Jews there, naturally. All right. Well, I hope but, that... Uh, I hope... I mean, we saw it last night in Midtown. Uh, there are some people, pro-Israel people, who are at a moment's notice gathering and uh, hopefully if the effort gets more organized we'll see more and more people reacting as you said it's extremely effective and extremely important Malcolm, i imagine that uh, uh, you have to you have other things to say. If, you, if you if we have a minute i'd like to just leave you with one thought a uh, takeaway thought from solidarity mission please or a number but one of them we met with a guy named yalik shafir and yalik shafir not at all a religious person he did five thousand hours of flight into the uh, iaf these were the air force He's also a major commander for the Iron Dome. Uh, he said to us, among other things, he said to us, he said, you know, maybe we're the, uh, the chosen people, but what I do know is that we are the burden, burdened people. And what he meant to say by that is that we are burdened by our values. And that is the, you know, we, we could go in and carpet bomb, but he says, as, as Jews, we just can't. Of course, there's international pressure, naturally, not to do so. But he says, we can't even consider that, because as Jews, we are so concerned about the loss of life yep. that we are, we are burdened by our values. And that was a, a very, very telling thought. Uh, by the way, Prime Minister uh, um, Perez, sorry, President Perez, who's not the most religious person, but he's a gentleman, and as much as we vehemently disagree with him on so many issues, but uh, he said to us, you know, we don't believe in miracles, in Israel, but we count on them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and true it is, except we do believe in miracles. There's no question about that. Rabbi Schoenfeld, I thank you. Call a kavod to you and the entire group, and thanks for joining us this morning. Rabbi Yoel Schoenfeld, Young Israel of Kew Gardens Hills, he represented the National Council of Young Israel in the Solidarity Mission last week. We do our own Solidarity Mission today, heading with Nefesh Benefesh to the Holy Land with over 220 Olim, looking forward to this incredible journey. The fortitude, the attitude, the inspiration, every adjective you could ever, ever use to describe this journey. We're looking forward to it later today and uh, look forward to speaking to you tomorrow from the Holy Land as we review this entire journey. It's going to be a different one than last year. Last year was a very different Nefesh Benefesh journey with great celebration, lots of fanfare, and less tension. This one uh, is different, except in the fact that it's a full plane of people who refuse to postpone or cancel their trip to Israel. They're heading north, they're heading south, they're heading to the Holy Land to establish their roots and to openly proclaim that the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel.